Hi, this is Psychic Medium Miss Sarah with the Psychic Medium School. I'm really excited today because I'm going to share a topic that I get asked about a lot. And when I first started out, I was curious about too, and that's how to start a tarot business. There's a lot of different aspects to starting a tarot business. And what I want to do with this series is narrow the learning curve for you so you don't have to do all the research and you can have all this information in one place. So let's start. Just quickly before we start, you're going to want to like this video, share it to some place that you can, can find it, uh, because there's going to be a lot of information. If you're not able to do that, then you should definitely be taking notes. The first thing we're going to talk about is naming your business. Now, this may seem really simple to people. There's, it's a little more complex than I think people think. So the one thing I want to share with you to start with is you should use keywords when naming your business. And the reason why is because when you put your business name into a website or uh, you're making a blog post, those types of things, you want those keywords to pop up when Google searches for that. So if I go in and I search tarot business, your information should come up or psychic readings. So that's important to know when naming your business. The second thing is keeping your business name really simple. This means not to overcomplicate it. It should be something that potential clients should understand. They should understand your services and what you offer. This means that um, Skylight Inspirations might be a bad name for a tarot reading business or psychic reading business. You really want it to be something that portrays exactly what your business offers. And this is really, really important because I think a lot of people get, they get in that rut where uh, they start their business and no one can find them online. And that's the first key to getting people to find your business online is having a business name that, uh, that says exactly what you do. And it says exactly uh, what your services are. So you want, if you're a tarot reader, you're going to want tarot reader or tarot in your business name. If you're a psychic, you're going to want psychic or psychic medium or psychic reading or readings in your business name. And I do suggest leaving a little room, a little wiggle room for being able to offer other th other services um, in addition. However, if you don't have those keywords in your business name, it's gonna be more difficult for you to expand and find new clients. Another important thing that you should do before launching your business is to research to make sure that the business name that you're choosing isn't already in use. And you can do this by looking up on godaddy.com, just type in what your business name is.com and see if that's available. If it is available, I definitely recommend purchasing it, even if you're not gonna use it now, because you would be able to use it later. And that's going to keep your business name to in your possession so that no one else can use that .com. So I think it's, you can get a, a business, or excuse me, a website domain on GoDaddy when you get it the first time, it's like, maybe $11, something like that. I don't know. It's not very expensive and you can buy it for the year. Um, if you choose not to continue to keep it after the year, then that's your decision. I do suggest keeping it because you can add it onto Linktree or different things like that. And we'll talk about that later. So the other thing that is really important is that you research the legal and tax obligations that are required in your location. So I'm in the United States and the United States is important to 
research your federal uh, obligations and tax obligations and your state because each state is a little bit different when it comes to that and you want to make sure that to the from the start of your business that you are keeping your documents in order and making sure you're tracking all of your um, income and expenses. So the, another thing you need to know before you launch your business is what your elevator pitch is. So an elevator pitch, if you've never heard of it, is a two to three sentence description of what your business does. So in this elevator pitch, it should include what you offer and who you offer it to. I really suggest memorizing your elevator pitch because when you're out and you're not expecting to network, you may get opportunities to network and share your information about what you do and you might find new clients while you're out. So it's really good that you memorize your elevator pitch. Another really important thing that you can do with your elevator pitch is use it in your marketing and advertising materials. I really suggest reusing materials that you create as often as you can because it's going to make things a lot simpler and easier for you. An example of an elevator pitch is uh, my business is the Psychic Medium School and I help individuals who are looking to grow their spiritual experiences and learn how to Uh, embrace their psychic abilities. So the next decision you're going to need to make is how you want to deliver your readings. So personally, I do email readings. I do that on Etsy, and I also teach an Etsy course for psychics and tarot readers so they can be able to use the SEO and use keywords and tags that are really going to put their Etsy shop out there front and center. So you can There's different ways to deliver these readings. That's how I do it personally. Okay, so email readings. This can be either through Messenger or this can be over email. So then there's text messages. So you can use your own phone for text messaging clients or you can actually get a phone number um, and you can look online for that. You can get an outside number to be able to text clients from. So it actually gives them a different number. That way you can shut off your phone to them when you're not working during business hour, you know, when it's not business hours. Um, then there's audio. You can do this live or pre-recorded. You can either email the audio file or you can save it in Google Drive and share that with your clients. Uh, then there's video, and that kind of works the same way. Um, their videos are probably going to be too big to email, so you'll want to either save it in a Google Drive or you can also put it unlisted or private on YouTube for them. So those are the different ways that you can deliver your readings. And so let's move on to the types of readings that you um, can offer. So this is just a short list of different types of readings that other psychics and tarot readers offer. These are some readings that I've offered myself as well. So I'm going to list them off for you. Love readings, spirit guide readings, past life readings, month ahead readings, year ahead readings, career readings, birthday readings, astrology readings, twin flame readings, soulmate readings, life path readings, spirit animal readings, pet readings, general readings, blind readings, and Akashic Records readings. Those are just some of the types of readings that you can offer. Another good thing to do when it comes to making more sales is combining different readings together and giving a discounted price for two readings, um, then you're going to be able to um, 
increase your sales doing that. And we'll talk about that a little bit later when we talk about pricing as well. So one of the most important things that you're going to do in the beginning of your business is choose a platform. Um, This platform should have a lot of traffic going to it, and that's really what's going to help you grow your business. I suggest to start with to go onto another platform. Like, I absolutely love Etsy, and the reason why I think it's so important for people when they're starting a new psychic or tarot reading business is because they already have a massive flow of traffic going to Etsy. So that's really, really important to understand. Um, It's a lot more difficult to get your own website set up when you're first started and drive traffic to it. Um, It's a lot easier to go somewhere where there's already traffic. So that being said, some of the other things that you can do is you can use psychic hotlines. There's a lot of different psychic hotlines. The pros is that there is traffic going to the hotlines. I have only used one hotline And the reason why is the cons to the hotlines are that um, some of them have required hours, a minimum requirement that you have to work or be on the phone. And personally, I like a flexible schedule, so that didn't really fit into my my business model. So uh, the other things are is that the percentage that the psychic hotlines take is pretty hefty, but there are some really good ones. I've heard Keen.com is a really good one. Um, Purple Ocean. If you Googled uh, those different or psychic hotlines or working for psychic hotlines, you'll probably find a lot more information about that. Personally, I would rather be on my own so I can have my own book of business. Uh, This means that when you're communicating on psychic hotlines, you're communicating through their platform and those clients are theirs. Where if you have uh, something like Etsy that you're using as a platform, they're basically just charging you listing fees and transaction fees. It's a little bit different than the psychic hotlines. Another option would be Facebook. Uh, There's a lot of different things that Facebook has changed throughout the years, and one of them is that you can get paid through Messenger, um, or you can also set up a page, and you can get paid through the page. So there's a a way you can set up a store. I'm not going to go into that in great detail. There are videos, other videos on YouTube you could check out that'll have that. Um, But for now, I'm sticking to just the beginnings of your business. So then YouTube. YouTube is a really nice one to use, and I believe you can get paid on YouTube uh, as you're doing reading. So you could set up a live where you're doing reading after reading after reading um, that that your clients know you're going to be on live and that they come and they pay you for their reading um, through the YouTube platform. And then there's TikTok. Now, this is a new one uh, in our industry or newer one in our industry because TikTok uh, is a little bit different. I don't think at this point you can set pricing on TikTok, but they can give you tips. So that's a good way to get exposure. Personally, I don't use TikTok because I've already got a, a ex- extended book of business. I mean, I already had a, have a book of business to work with. Um, and so that's really not something that I think I'll do in the near future. But if you're just starting and you want to get a lot of exposure, there's a lot of young people that are getting on TikTok watching videos. Um, so that's a good way to get exposure. And we're going to talk about social media marketing and advertising uh, later on throughout these series. Um, so we'll get into that a little bit more later. So then you got Calendly. Calendly is 
it's a website. You can connect this calendar, their calendar to your Gmail calendar. And so when someone schedules an appointment, you actually get it on your calendar. And for a small fee, I think it's like $16 a month at this point in time. It might go up. Um, but you can connect it and you can actually get paid through Calendly and get it directly processed to PayPal. Um, so that's a really, really good app to use if you're or website to use if you're doing in-person, uh, or not in-person, excuse me, if you're doing live audio or live video uh, readings. And also if you're doing some types of courses, Calendly is really good for that too, or one-on-ones. Uh, so then you have Koji. I just discovered Koji and I really like it. If you want to find it, you'll actually have to go to like Koji links. Uh, it search that in Google and you'll find it. I'm using that because it's it's all free, so that's wonderful. And you can actually get paid for services through their uh, through their website. So you can also get donations through their website. So if you plan on doing, um, you know, a live on YouTube, you could connect Koji to that or connect the link to that and be able to have your clients paying, uh, paying you through Koji instead of uh, YouTube. However you wanted to do that. There's Tons of different options. So then I'm going to go back to Etsy. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the fee is. It's going to, it changes anyway, but I think it's like a 3% fee um, and then 20 cents per listing. So definitely check out Etsy. I'll provide a link down below so you can get 40 free listings on Etsy if you're uh, just signing up. That's a really, really good opportunity. It's basically like a referral program. You get 40 free listings and I get 40 free listings. And so that is uh, something that they offer. And also the reason I chose Etsy um, when I was really, really getting serious about my business is because when you go on Etsy, they're taking all your advertising fees out of your earnings. They're taking your listing fees out of your earnings and they're taking the um, transaction fees out of the earnings. So it's all really easy and it's done for you. Um, So that's uh, the information I have about different platforms and choosing different platforms. So in the, in part two, we're going to go on to pricing. Uh, you can find that. I'll put it in the description below when it's complete. However, I look forward to seeing, talking to you guys in uh, how to start a tarot business part two, where we learn about pricing and different aspects of the tarot business. hope you all found this beneficial. Definitely subscribe to the page and like this video if you found value in it. And good luck in starting your tarot business.